It's the Glover's Inquisition. Find out what makes your favourite player tick. And tonight I'm delighted to be joined by Carl Dickinson. Well, good evening, Carl. Uh, it's great to have you on the show. How's things going for you? Yeah, yeah, not bad at all. Um, like you say, just uh, housebound at the minute. Um, trying my best to stay as fit as possible, given the circumstances. And I'm uh, just making sure... Um, that myself and my family are healthy. I haven't seen you kicking any new rolls in the lounge about, though, on uh, Facebook or anything. Um, I've got to try and do one later on tonight. <laughs> I've been asked to do one by a few people. I've been I've been putting it to the side for a little bit, but um, I think I think I'm going to have to crumble and and go for it. I should be watching. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, let's let's start, Carl. You were born in 31st of March, 1987, so you're a Ram like me then. Aries, yes. yeah, yes, um, yep, and in swaddling coat. Now, am I right? Is in well, that where? No, this is this is this is where people have got uh, it wrong. I wasn't actually born in swaddling coat. Ah, right, okay. I was born in Sutton and Ashfield in Nottinghamshire. Aha, right. So, how did this swaddling coat get into the equation then? I think that's just because where I spent a lot of my childhood living near there, there's uh, a little village called Newall near swaddling yeah. coat. Yeah, and I think. People just seem to think that I was I was born there, but I wasn't. I was actually born in Nottinghamshire. Oh, oh well, we've got to the truth on that one then. So, um, <laughs> so isn't uh, Swaddling? Isn't that where Brian London was born? Or am I imagining it? I wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> well, you're probably going to say that who's Brian London, aren't you? <laughs> I wouldn't have a clue. I'll be honest. He was a he was a heavyweight boxer. Um, oh wow! A British heavyweight boxer, not bad, but not not great. But you know, I think he, he, I think he held the British title. But I'm, I'm going back, you know, when I was a kid as well. So uh, I don't know quite why I brought that up at all, really. But there we go. I have, so. <laughs> <laughs> so looking at your career, then, um, Carl, you uh, you started off at uh, at St- I mean Stoke. Was it, did you? Have, oh, here we go. Youth career at Derby County first off. Then yeah, yeah, I was a uh, Derby. I think I signed there when I was ten. Yeah, I was. I was there till I was fourteen or fifteen, and then joined Stoke. Yeah, and. Big thrill, I suppose, for a ten-year-old to drive, uh, join a club like Derby County. Yeah, it was it was a weird one actually. Um, I was playing for my dad's team, my local team at the time, and it was a, a weird one because the scout who was uh, actually watching was there watching another game. It was only because it was half time. He had a quick look over to the game that I happened to be playing on, and yeah. uh, that was it from there. Oh well, that's. Uh... You all need a bit of luck occasionally in, in life, don't you? So that was yeah, obviously definitely, yours. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So then obviously you moved on to Stoke in 2002. Um, yep. 51, well, so what happened? Oh, I see then you, oh, that was a, a new youth career at Stoke, wasn't it? 2002? Uh, yeah, I think it would have been, yeah. Yeah, and then 2004 to 2011, Stoke City, 51 appearances, it says here, which is probably wrong because Wikipedia usually is, but. Um, uh, yeah, I think I'm making uh, yeah. wrong now. Yeah. I can't fully remember. Um, no goals, though. No, unfortunately. <laughs> um, no, I'd, I'd, I'd love to have scored for, for Stoke. Uh, yeah. Well, it's known as the Bet365, but yeah. I always seem to carry on calling it the Brit because it was the Britannia Stadium. That's right, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'd, I must admit, uh, I would have loved to have scored at that stadium. Uh, in front of in front of that crowd because that would have been 
a very special feeling. Is, is Stoke your side? Is the you know side you support? Sort of no, I, I mean I, I am now. Obviously, I always I always watch out for, for Stoke, and I would I probably yeah I would say I'm a supporter. I always look out and see what are they doing. Uh, but I was actually brought up as a, a Nottingham Forest fan. Wow. Uh, all my all my family Nottingham Forest supporters. Um, so I was bought up watching them, watching videos of obviously Brian Clough, yeah. Stuart Pearce, um, you know players like that. So I've been a, I wouldn't say I'm a massive Forest fan, but um, I do, do always look out for Forest and Stokes goals. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's time to hear the first of Carl's musical selections, and it's a number called "Touch Me" by Rui da Silva. <laughs> Minutes. 
there you go. All eight minutes of Reed Silver and Touch Me. Right. Well, anyway, then uh, 2006 Vic, Viking Ung, Vikingur. Vikingur. Vikingur, is it? Oh, right. Okay. Viking, Vikingur. Vikingur. Yeah. Wow. Where's that? That is in Iceland. Iceland. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At the time. At the time. Uh, folk were owned by Icelandics. Yeah. And I'd had a bad injury at the start of the season and they wanted me to go out to this team in Iceland just to get more fitness at the end of the season so I could come back the next pre-season in a lot more fitness and I lasted, I think it was two, maybe three weeks out there. <laughs> yeah, what, too it cold? Was, uh, no, no, it was actually really nice. Um, it only... When I was at a time there in the summer where it only goes dark for an hour. Yeah, yeah. And the rest of the time it's pure daylight. Um, it was just, nah, I, I, I didn't really enjoy it, I'll, I'll be honest. No. We, lived, uh, we lived in um, quite a very, 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 very tiny mm-hmm. little place that they put us in. Yeah. I think from the front door you could take six steps and you were the other side of the building. <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah. it was just no, I didn't I didn't really take to it at all. So it was one of them I couldn't I couldn't wait to come by. I was surprised I lasted as long as I did. But um no, it was it was an experience, something you know, you you do you do have these experiences but um no, it's it's not something that I look back very fondly on. All all part of growing up, I suppose. Did you see the um, the Northern Lights while you were up there? Uh, no, I went to um, the Blue Lagoon, the like big a spa place or whatever it is, um, and that was amazing. Yeah, but, um, yeah. No, I, I can't say I really enjoyed the football side of it. Funnily enough, one of our um, well, the one that does the match commentary on on Free Valley's uh, Dave Pryor, he's only just come back from Iceland for a week, and uh, I said, you know, there's loads of geezers over there, and he went all the way over there to see these geezers. I said, we can quicker go to London, find a few geezers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I was never born to be a comedian, as you will obviously gather. Um, yeah, then a few more loan spells: Blackpool, Leeds United. That must have been quite something. Leeds United. Where, where, where were they in that that particular time? Uh, they were in League One at the time. Right. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, when I went to Blackpool, my first time the manager was Simon Grayson. Right. Um, I loved it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he was manager at Leeds when I signed there as well so he signed me again to go to Leeds on loan yeah. and that was that was some yeah that's some football club that is mm. um, it was yeah I mean I was only there I think for a month and then uh, I wasn't allowed to carry on my loan uh, so I wanted me back there uh-huh. I would, I would, have, I would have stayed gladly. Mm. It was, mm. uh, it was some place to play football. Yeah. Um, well, even, even the away games felt like home games because they bought that many fans. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a special, special club. I remember when we, when when I say we, you know, Yeovil played them when they were in League One, and uh, 
You're right. I mean, you know, the ground was full, I think, from memory. Um, it was certainly, a, a, yeah, amazing. The Leeds fans, and of course, some of them in, infiltrated into the Yeovil fans. That got the Yeovil fans upset. So, yeah, that's nah. typical Leeds United, really. But then you had yeah. a, a few more lengthy spells. Uh, Barnsley, you had 28 games on loan, according to this, and Portsmouth, 36. So, quite a few there. Then, you, how did you find your time at Barnsley and Portsmouth? Yeah, I mean, um, Barnsley uh, under Mark Robbins uh, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed playing my football. At, um, you know, a good a good level in the championship. Uh, uh, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed my time. Good set of lads. And yeah, it was just it was just nice playing football week in week out. And and a goal a full season. Yeah, I managed to get. Uh, <laughs> I think it was a last minute winner against Cardiff for a free kick. Oh, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, um, so no, that was, that, yeah, that was my, f- I think, that, yeah, my first professional goal. Was it? All right, uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and then on to Portsmouth so was um, was Harry Redknapp there at that particular time or not? No, uh, it was uh, it was Steve Cottrell. All right, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a bit of I, I must admit, I had a bit of a difficult year that year. Um, you know, we'd, uh, me and my wife had just had our little boy. Yeah. And, and we were having to uproot and stay down there, or sometimes my wife was having to be at home mm. back in Stoke. Yeah. And I was having to travel up and down all the time. Uh, nice. it, was, it was difficult, and it, I must admit, it probably didn't affect my football a little bit. Um, but it was one of them. I mean, another, another special club to play at with great fan base yeah um, but um, no I must admit that was probably one of my tougher seasons in terms of you know how how well I played it wasn't a particularly good year as regarded performances as I wanted it to be don't get me wrong there was, there was a few good ones um, but overall uh, no, I was a bit disappointed with myself that year that I probably let the other side of football affect my game yeah. Um, but like you say, you live and learn. Time for another musical break now, and this time we've got a band called Endor with a record called Pump It Up. You got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know?
Endor and pump it up. Okay, so um, <clears throat> then we went to Watford for what was that? Two, no, one season, two seasons. Yeah, kind, yeah, kind of two seasons. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I just I'd finished obviously my season with Portsmouth and the assistant manager at the time, Ian Wone, who you know Nottingham Forest legend yeah. himself. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He was assistant manager at Portsmouth at the time, but he he then joined Watford under Sean Sean Dyche. Yeah. He just got given the Watford job. Uh, that was his first job in in football mm-hmm. at, at first team level, and um, I had a phone call off Ian Wone saying, "You know, we're interested. We want to sign you." Um, I said, "Yeah, let's let's talk." I spoke to Tony Pulis, the starting manager. Uh, he he actually didn't want me to go. He wanted me to to stay and sign another year on my deal that I had. Um, but it was it was one of them. I, he, you know, he was completely honest with me. He's Tony Pulis. He's you know he's someone that I hold in the highest regard. He, he gave me my chance in football. Yeah. You know, that's something that I'll never forget what he did for me. Um, but he, he, he was brutally honest. He said, I want, to, I want you to, to keep you around, but you're not going to play. And I took the decision. I didn't want to be just someone that trained all week to then not play and not do anything at the weekend. Um, I wanted to be able to go and play for um, when I do finish my career to be able to look back and, and say that I've was able to play this many games or yeah. you know and do different things so I took the decision to, to sign for Watford and the first season we had under Dyche was brilliant um, really really loved my time there. Uh, in the first year um, I think I can't remember where we finished I'm sure we finished top half but um, yeah then the Italians took over in my second season um, I, I, I actually played I think the first two games or so mm. um, but then the the new current owners obviously own two other teams as well they own Granada in Spain and Udinese in Italy that's right yeah yeah I remember um, that yeah so there was a, a big influx of, of players from these clubs and uh, in <laughs> Uh, as soon as they arrived, I was let's put it swiftly gone from the, <laughs> the whole scene. I was basically told that 
I wasn't going to play again, basically. Um, they wanted their lads to play instead. So, yeah, I mean, I tried to stick it out to see if I was able to work my way back in. But um, no, it was it was pretty much <laughs> pretty much done uh, yeah. from that period. I, ended, I think I went alone to Coventry and Portsmouth that season. Um, like I said, I went back to Portsmouth. They were struggling at the time. Uh, financially and but yeah I mean my time at Watford was completely done then um, like I said I went on loan to them other clubs yeah come the end of that season um, I was pretty much done so mm. I managed to agree to Watford cancelling my contract at the end of that second season. Oh, that's fair and, enough. Yeah. Yeah, and then I ended up signing for Port Vale. More music now, and this time we've got Adele and Make Me Feel Your Love.
song there from Adele. Now I've got a theory about Port Vale. I think Port Vale is the most depressing ground I've ever been to. <laughs> I, I don't, Why do you say that? I don't know. I can just remember this. You sort of go down that slope, don't you, to get to the front door, and then you go yeah. in, in the ground, and it's all black, and there's not a lot of <laughs> colour about the place, apart from the green pitch, obviously. But I just <laughs> I just remember last time we went there, and I was like, God, this is a bloody depressing place. I mean, didn't did you? Obviously, you didn't see it that way when you were up there because you were there for 127 games at least. Yeah, um, like I say, um, as soon as my contract was cancelled at Watford, uh, I had a phone call off Mickey Adams, who's uh, the manager at the time. So I went in to see him, uh, and we had a we had a great chat. To be honest, he's he's a really great bloke. Um, and I decided that you know being back home and signing for Port Hill was the best option for me at that time. And, and obviously, quite and close to your home as well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fifteen twenty minute drive from my house. Yeah, to be, yeah. to be back home around my wife and my little boy at the time was was massive. And fifteen twenty minutes up the road, it was yeah. it was perfect. And we, it was Port Vale's first season in back in League One. They'd just been promoted from League Two that season. So yeah, so. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm happy, really happy to have signed there. Um, a bit weird, obviously, coming from Stoke to sign for their rivals. I mean, it was something me and Mickey Adams did talk about, but it was a challenge I was I was willing to take on. Yeah. Um, I know the, the Stoke fans were brilliant with me. Both, both sets of fans, actually, when I signed, oh. were absolutely fantastic with me. Yeah. And... I think I think the the type of character I am, and you know the the type of person I am, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a hard working lad, and that was my way of trying to get fans on side. Support yeah. when I signed there, well, and Stoke fans. I mean, Stoke fans knew about me. Yeah. Anyway, but um, I think there might have been one or two of the Port Vale fans who were thinking, you know, why has he signed here? And but. My, it was my job to show them that I wasn't there just to, you know, pick mm. up a paycheck because I was closer to home. I wanted, I was there because I wanted to do well. I wanted to show people what I was about. And well, clearly, 127 like appearances and four four goals. Christ, we're getting yeah. we're getting yeah. heady heights um, now, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was I was lucky to be captain there as well. Um. So no, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time at Port Vale. Thoroughly mm. enjoyed my time, and we had we had a great set of lads in all my three years. We had we had some really really good lads. Yeah, yeah. dressing room was really good, and no, I mean, unfortunately, um, it comes to the end of my third season, and you know there was a lot of us offered. I think it was about 10 or 11 lads who were offered a really, really 
big cuts on their deals and it, um, so a lot of us didn't end up signing at the end of the first third season Yeah. so that was the end of that but it's disappointing really because we'd we had, like I said we had a good dressing room mm. we just needed maybe a few more players at that time just to kick us on again um, but no I, I, I really look back on my time at Port Vale fondly because I enjoyed it. I enjoyed playing football there. It made me enjoy football again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from when I was at Watford, and and yeah, like like I say, it's it's a place that you know I still speak to a couple of lads that I play with. From, uh, yeah, any good. time I go back, they're they're brilliant with me. So no, it was good. It was good. So then you moved on to Notts County, which was, I guess, still in the same sort of vicinity, I suppose, wasn't it? Not that far from Stoke. Yeah, I mean, I could I could drive there in 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, ended up signing a, a two-year deal there. Um, John Sheridan was the manager at the time. Um, I met up with him in the summer. Like I said, another, another good chat. Someone that, you know, I, I had a good connection with. Um, it was just unfortunate that that first season we were there, we we didn't perform well enough as a as a squad for the quality that we had in the squad. It mm. was we we probably let ourselves down really because we had a, good, a lot of good players in in that dressing room and we we didn't perform to what we should have done. Um, can't really put my finger on why. There's probably quite a few factors, but. At the end of the day, we we should have done better, um, which led to Kevin Nolan getting the job towards the end of the first season. He he managed to keep us up, and the second season uh, we just missed out on the playoffs. We lost in the semi-finals to to Coventry, who ended up going up. Mm. Um, but like I said, another another team where I enjoy playing. Jordan football um, it's just yeah a bit gutting at the end of that second season that we didn't manage to get to, to Wembley and get promoted um, but fair play to Coventry over over those two legs in the semi they were they were the better team and uh, deserved to go up now we find out that Carl's are very much a, a Snow Patrol fan and here they are with Chasing Cars <laughs> Don't need anything. 
Chasing car. 2018, you arrive at Yeovil Town, uh, which I see, according to Wikipedia anyway, was your second longest stay at any club, which was <laughs> 60 it's got down here. Does that sound about right? For Yeovil? Yeah. More than likely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd um, got wind that they were interested. Um, so I went to. Uh, I actually come and met Terry first. Yeah. Um, so when I when I come down, I met Terry. Um, I, I can remember seeing Terry because when he, I think when he first started doing his coaching badges, he used to come and watch a lot of Tony Pulis's sessions up at Stoke. Uh, right, so I, I could I could remember his face straight away. So um, we instantly kind of 
well, yeah, I suppose we kind of knew who each other were. Um, yeah. But no, me and Terry, me, Terry had a great chat, and yeah, I just, I just had a feeling that it was, it was the right place for for me to be. Um, don't get me wrong, I had to take a, a lot of things into consideration. Um, you know, with my wife and my two kids being away. Yeah. Um, but it was it was the best option for everything really mm. um, football wise I felt it was the right place to be at and somewhere where I could you know show show people what I was about yeah and that was it um, and obviously we started the season quite well the first year mm. under, under Darren Way um, we started the season well we were on a good run and we were right up towards the top at the time um, and then obviously it deteriorated and a lot of things happened and I <laughs> I ended up uh, not being there for the last two months of the season yeah yeah and, uh, well, for, for many things that I, I won't go into no um, I think I think people kind of know yeah I'm sure they do know uh Let's just say, uh, let's just say, it was uh, we didn't get on. No, no. Let's, let's put it that way. We well, didn't yeah. get on, and you know, it's just one of those things that it did happen in football. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, happen in football. People have disagreements, and and then obviously Neil didn't want me around for that two <laughs> last two months. No. Um, didn't get the reasons why. Um, I was, you know, it, 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 not going to lie, it hurt me mm. because um, I felt that um, I could have really helped and been a part of the lad staying up. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I still, it winds me up now, I'll be honest. <laughs> for this so, uh, well, it does wind me up. Let's let's move on. Let's move honest, let's move on to, uh, to, yeah. to Darren but, Zahl. No, that was it. Like I say, like yeah. I said, that was it's one of them things. Things happen. Yeah, yeah, it's, definitely. You just you just have to get on with it. But suddenly you've got a new lease of life under Darren now, and and you know more or less ever present in the side when you're not injured. So uh, things are going quite well. Yeah, I mean, um, I spoke with the gaffer in the summer, and he was he was. You know, he, he he said that he wanted me there. He wanted me to play, and I just it was just one. I just got a good feeling from him, uh, and it was just nice feeling wanted. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and I could tell from our first phone call how honest and straightforward he was, um, and that was that was a big thing. Yeah, because um, you know I. I at that point I wasn't sure what I really wanted to do to be honest and but after that phone call it was I don't know it was just my feeling changed a lot mm. um, just by speaking to him and like I say just having that feeling of, of being wanted really and I don't know he got me excited <laughs> he got me excited of yes, what he I wanted have. to do and where he wanted the club to go, uh, go again I think he has that effect on most people. He's 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 a, he's a lovely man. I think I get on well, well like, with him. Like I say, he's 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 just an honest, straightforward man. What yeah. you see is what you get. Yeah. And 
that's that's a big thing for me and you know the the way he spoke of what what he wanted to do with the team and the club where he wanted to go the kind of people he wanted around the place it was yeah it was something that I wanted to be a part of and unfortunately <laughs> I managed to get in, get myself injured uh, before the season even started um, I had a bit of a problem with my Achilles and yeah it was it was quite painful in the end um, it all stemmed from I had to go and see a specialist and and everything for basically have new insoles in my boots and to help me out it was yeah it was a bit of a weird one really yeah it's okay now though is it yeah it's been brilliant I mean Mm. ever since I've I've concentrated more on doing all all my leg stuff that helps it out in the gym yeah and and having this change of insoles in my in my trainers and in my boots touch wood it's, it's I've not had a problem since so once I got back playing it was a case of enjoying my football again trying to make sure I put in good performances and I think I've like I said I think when I've been on the pitch and been fit and been able to play I've, I've been really happy with how I've performed this season we've left Carl's best musical choice to the end it's the four tops and I can't help myself
There you go. That was Levi Stubbs and the Four Tops, of course, and I can't help myself. The whole point of this was the Glover's Inquisition. That's what we call the program, and this is kind of like, uh, I don't know if you, uh, Monty Python, Tham, but it, uh, that's where it all came from, the Spanish Inquisition. Um, so, so we ask you a load of questions so that the supporters can finally find out exactly what your favourite food is, for starters. So, um, Okay. Okay, so we'll get started on that. So first of all, then, um, have you got any brothers and sisters? Yes, I've got three brothers. Yeah. Two older, one younger. You're going to give them a name check? Yeah, uh, the oldest one is Lee, next one is Paul, there's me, and then there's my youngest brother, Luke. Do any of them play? No, they don't. They'd only when they were a bit younger, the tallest ones locally. Yeah. Um, just, you know, Saturday, Sunday football yeah. in, in, the, in the local leagues. Um, but no, they're, they're all bigger than me, so all right, I'm okay. the smallest one out of the lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, what sort of car do you drive? Uh, I drive a Mini Cooper. Right, I had three of those, but not the same sort as you've got, I expect. No, oh god, I love it. I had the, I had the original, original ones, which was oh, even... it's my, I love it. <laughs> they were brilliant. It's I must my, admit. Little, my little go kart that I rag up and down the, the M5 all the time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I had twin Webbers on mine and a, and a 731 camshaft in it, which made it go even oh, wow. faster. But that's another story. Um, what's your favorite food, Carl? Uh, um, I'd probably have to say steak and chips. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, Favourite holiday destination? Oh, I see this. There's a couple. Um, I'd say I've got to be careful now because my wife's sat right next to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think for me and the wife, we'd probably say Dubai. Right. And. I suppose if I'm with my mates, it'd probably be IB for old Vegas. <laughs> oh, Vegas is better than IB, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Oh, yeah, Vegas. Um, favourite football club? I'm assuming that'll be Nottingham Forest, then, will it? it? Yeah, I'd say between them and, and Stoke. Right. Okay. Um, favourite drink? Favourite drink? Mm. Oh, I'd probably have to say I do. I do like a. Uh, Corona now and then. Okay, fine. Um, any particular style of clothes that you're uh, you're kind of fond of? Style of clothes. Hmm. <laughs> no, I'm quite quite Billy Basic to be honest with you. Right. Um, okay. I'd say, uh, uh, say a nice pair of jeans and a nice nice t-shirt or shirt. You're happy with that? That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, What's your very first football memory? The first thing that sort of, you know, going right back to when you were a kid, possibly? First football memory? Wow. It would... Oh, it would probably be um, when I was about four or five. um, My older brother was playing in a tournament for his local team and they didn't have enough numbers so I got asked to play in the, in the older ones team and I was would you believe it I was actually a, a striker back then yeah. <laughs> right. um, what, what five years yeah. old though brilliant yeah <laughs> I love yeah. it I love um, it so yeah that was my first memory playing for my older brother's uh, team in a tournament alright um, yeah, best manager you've played for best manager I've played for Tony Pulis 
because you know Tony Pulis was very friendly with um, Norman Hayward, who used to be one of the owners of Yeovil Town. Yes, I've heard he was, he, a few people say that um, you know he's, he was quite pally with yeah. uh, a few of the members that were there. Yeah, that's but right. He's, like, say, like I say, he, that, that man gave me my chance in football, and he's yeah, he's, he really looked after me. Um, as, as I was at Stowe, when I was at Stowe, my, my old man passed away, and he was he was brilliant with me. He did yeah. a, he did a lot of things for me that I won't forget. And that's nice. Like I say, in terms of in terms of man management and getting the best out of the players he had available, he was in, in terms of um, organisation, tactical, everything. He was just his his preparation and discipline and the way he set his teams up was just it was second to none and mm. you know like I say he's, he, he, he was brilliant with me um, yeah, no, I've got to go I've lost my way now uh, this is easy this one best goal ever scored but you've only scored about four of you you shouldn't be oh, I beg your pardon <laughs> I think I scored ten. Oh, ten is it sorry uh, I, I was just going by Wikipedia uh, I'd say I'd say my my best goal was for was probably for Watford yeah. against Bristol City. I managed I managed to pick it up about twenty five yards out. I managed to hit a screamer hit a screamer past David James who was in goal at the time for Bristol oh, City. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'd, say, yeah I'd, I'd probably say that was that was my best goal. Who's your favourite footballer your current favourite footballer? Current favourite footballer. Well you you can go back a bit if you want. Um, I'd say my current favourite footballer at the minute would be De Bruyne. Right, Kevin De Bruyne. You spoiled my afternoon there. Just, just well, just in terms of everything, mm. what he can do. Yeah, he can do everything. Um, if I'm going back a little bit further, I'd say Ashley Cole. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, favourite film. It's a toss-up between Gladiator or Man on Fire. Well, go on and choose one. Oh, let's go Gladiator. Okay. Favourite film star? See, this, for me, there's different sizes because I could have said favourite film, I could have said Step Brothers as well for comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, um, I probably would say... Denzel Washington is probably yeah. I do watch a lot of his films yeah I agree with you he's good um, yeah favourite TV programme Friends even though it's not on anymore okay I still watch it I still watch it all the time and favourite TV star favourite TV star oh my god it's not called a Spanish Inquisition for nothing mate I'm telling you <laughs> favourite TV star all right, you can pass on that one if you want. Uh, yeah, I'll have to pass. I can. Okay. Um, right, we've got a few either ors. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Beer or lager? Uh, lager. Mercedes or BMW? Mercedes. Mac or PC? Mac. Steak or curry? Steak. I thought that was coming. And the last one, this will touch you a little bit, is um, you're going to have a dinner party, right? 
and you're going to invite five people to sit and have lunch with you and your wife. Dead or, dead, dead or alive, just five people that you'd like to come and, you know. Um, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Will Farrell for comedy. Yeah. Denzel Washington. Yeah. You can invite some women, even though your wife's there. Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Jennifer Aniston. Oh, friends. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll let you have that one. Brilliant. That's it then. You're off the. You're off the Inquisition chair. Well done, mate. Well, there you go. That was Carl Dickinson in the Inquisition chair. Make sure you keep listening to Three Valleys Radio because we'll be having some more stars in the famous chair. Thank you for joining us. Speak to you soon. a bloom Shoots up through the stony ground There's no room No space to rent in this town You're out of luck And the reason that you had to care The traffic is stuck And you're not moving anywhere You thought you'd found a friend Take you out of this place Someone you can lend a hand In return for grace It's a beautiful day Thank you.